Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu wassalam Ala al-mab'uuthi rahmatan lil'alameen Nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Amma ba'd So we have got up to the point where we were talking about what happens to a person after they die because we spoke about uh, we spoke about the signs of the day of judgment and we spoke about the small signs and we spoke about we spoke about the big ones and we finished that topic so now inshallah we're going to talk about the day of judgment itself but before that we're going to talk about what happens to a person when they die and i'm not talking about at the end of the world i'm just talking about generally like even if a person died today so what happens to a person when they die so i'm going to start with just a general question to you guys just to see what you know about this topic and then inshallah I am going to tell you a little bit about it. So I'm going to start with the boys. I'm going to start with... Um, I forgot your name. Tell me your name first. Um, okay, come on. Um, they like go to the sky. Okay, good. They go to the sky. We're going to come to that. That's good. Yes, Habibi. They get buried. They get buried. Okay. So in terms of this world, in terms of what they are in this world, that people, we, we bury the people who die, right? They get put into, they get wrapped, they get washed, they get wrapped, they get put into the ground. But I'm more talking about what happens to them now that they have died. So, yes, Yusuf. An angel comes and takes their soul out. Excellent. Yes, Anas. So when the person is put into their grave and when they die and they get buried, an angel comes to them and asks them, who is your Lord and what is your religion and who is your, who is your prophet? Excellent. Very good. Excellent. Uh, let's hear from the girls. Girls, what are you, what are you thinking? Okay, if they're disbelievers, the grave will be uncomfortable, more than uncomfortable. It'll be on fire and they'll be crushed inside of it. And if they are believers, then the grave will be a garden from the gardens of paradise. It will open up like a bed from paradise and so on. Good. It will be a test and a trial. Okay, good. Excellent. Yes, Habib. They'll all disappear. Okay, so definitely when somebody dies, they're not, they're not in front of us today, like on the earth. But that person goes to a new, a new life. Okay. Yes, Habib. Um, I'm not sh uh, sure, but I think that um, an, uh, normally uh, before you Really good. Yeah, excellent. Very good. So just before you die, you start to see whether what you're going to is really, really bad or really good. Excellent. Yes, Absalom.
Very good. So if you are asked who is your Lord, but you lived a bad life, you won't be able to answer the question. Girls, any last few points before we start? Bright like the sun, yeah. They'll be white like the sun. So the angels, if, you are, if you're a believer, the angels that come to take your soul, they're going to have faces that are bright like the sun. And if you're not, then the angels are going to have faces that are dark. They make you scared. Okay, good. I don't know why this is still bleeping. Okay, so let's start the topic. When a person is about to die, and we're not talking about they're sick or something, I'm talking about they're actually at the moment that they're going to die. The angel of death comes to take out their soul. Because inside of you, you're made of a body. You've got, everyone's got hands and feet and eyes and ears and so on, yeah? But you have a soul. And we don't really know what that soul is like because we actually, Allah didn't tell us much about it. Allah said, وَيَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الرُّوحِ قُلِ الرُّوحُ مِنْ أَمْرِ رَبِّي وَمَا أُتِيتُمْ مِنَ الْعِلْمِ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا So we actually don't know that much about the soul. But it's, it's you, it's who you are, and it's inside of you. The angels come, and if you've been a good person, the angels come with faces that are bright like the sun. Okay, the angel of death is how many angels is the angel of death? Ooh, boys got their hands up. Muhammad, what do you think? One. Muhammad's right, and girls also said one as well. They're right. One. But the angel of death has lots of angels that come with him. So you imagine a person is about to die, and the angel of death comes, and the angel of death sits next to their head, and all the angels, as far as this person can see, he looks all the way over there, he can just see angels. All the way over there, angels. All the way over there, angels. But I'm full of just angels everywhere. And the angel of death comes to his head. And the angel of death says that, oh, good soul, because he was a good person, good soul, come out to forgiveness from Allah and his pleasure. So in other words, Allah is going to forgive you. Allah is going to be happy with you. So when the soul hears that, what do you think the soul will do? Will it run away? What do you think, guys? What do you think? Zach, what do you think? He'll die. He'll die. Okay, he's dying now. Okay, good. Girls, come easily. Why will it come easily? Like when I say to you, come and get, a, come and get sweets from me. Come and get candy from me or lollies from me. When you know you're going to get something good, so you come easily, right? You are happy. So the soul will come so easily out from the body. How will it come? You ever seen, you know when you have a cup of water and there's a drop of water just falls down the side of the cup like that. It just slips off the cup. Like it slides down the side, just like that. So easily it will come out. And the angel of death, the other angels don't leave. They come and they take the soul. They want it. Why do you think all the angels want to, to have that soul, to be with that soul? Girls, why do you think? Because it's going to forgiveness, it's going to paradise, it's Allah is happy with it. So the angels all want, so the angels take it. And the angels they brought from paradise, they brought a, 
like a shroud, like what you put the dead, the dead body in, from paradise. And the perfume that comes is from paradise. So the person already, they're not in paradise yet. Because when is paradise? Paradise is in the day of judgment, after, the day, you know, after everyone comes back to life again. The person didn't go, but they start to smell the perfume from paradise. And the angels put the soul in and they start to go up. And they go up and every time they go up, there's groups of angels in the sky. Do you know how many angels are in the sky? The Prophet wasallam, he said the sky is creaking. It's creaking. You know creaking? Like when too many people, like if you all sit on this chair, if all like, don't do it now, if all like 50 of you came and sat on this chair, this chair would creak, right? There's too many people on the chair. It would go like, it would creak. I can't make a creaking noise. I don't know how to make a creaking noise. It would make a creaking noise. The sky is creaking. He said, and it deserves to creak. There's no space in that sky, like the space of a hand, except there's an angel there who is either prostrating or bowing to Allah, and the angel is there in that space. So the sky is full of angels. So every time that soul goes up, and it's going up, 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 every time it goes up, I'm coming to you, every time it goes up, every time it goes up, the angels, they mention it by the best names. They, they give it the best names. And the angels, they ask Allah that we want to meet this soul when it comes up. And then the soul goes to the first heaven. Does anyone know how many heavens there are, like on top of each other? Ooh, okay, a lot of people. Yes, Ahmed. Seven. 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 Seven heavens. So it goes to the first one and it's closed. So the angel asks to open it and it's open for that person. And it goes all the way up to the seventh heaven, the highest place. And Allah says, write the name of my servant in Illiyin. Okay, I've got a question for the girls. Which surah of the Quran does, the, does it come, are we told about Illiyin and, or Illiyun? Surah Al-Mutaffifin. وَمَا أَدَرَاكَ مَا إِلِّيُّونَ كِتَابٌ مَرْقُومٌ يَشْهَدُهُ الْمُقَرَّبُونَ so in Illiyun, the name of that person is written. And then where do they go? Do they stay in the seventh heaven and go to paradise? Nope. Why not? Were they not a good person? Yeah. But it's not time for that. So now where do they have to go? They have to go back to their grave. The soul. Now where's the body right now? The body is without the soul. The body is dead. The body is going back to the grave. The body gets washed. The body gets wrapped up in cloth. The body gets put into the grave. And the soul is in the seventh heaven. Then Allah says, send the soul back down. Send it back down to the earth. Minha khalaqnahum wa fiha nu'iduhum. Minha khalaqnahum wa fiha nu'iduhum wa minha nukhrijukum. From it we created you from the earth. You were created from the earth, right? Allah made Adam out of the earth. And you're going to go back to the earth. And then when the day of resurrection comes, you're going to come out of the earth again. So the soul goes back into the body. And at this time, the body is put into the grave. And the soul goes back into the body.
Now the soul is back in the body and the body is where? In the grave. Body's in the grave, soul has gone back into the body. Okay. Do you have a question about what I said? Oh, the, this is the thing, the angels, it's a very good question, how does it do that when the body is covered? But the soul, it's not like another body. It's not like you're squeezing a body on top of a body. The soul is something that you can't, like, it doesn't, you can't get hold of it like that. So it doesn't matter the body is wrapped, the soul goes in. The angels take it, souls it. Then the body is forced to sit up. You can't see this. Even if you put a camera, you wouldn't be able to see it. Allah has hidden it from you. But the body is forced to sit up. And two angels come who are the most scary you have ever thought of in your life. The most scary angels. They're so scary, they have two names, Munkar and Nakir. Like very scary, extremely scary. And they make the person terrified. And they say to that person, Marabbuk, who is your Lord? The person is scared. Now, if that person was a good person in their life and they did good and they said La ilaha illallah and they tried to do all the things that Muslim has to do, so Allah will make it easy for them to answer, Rabbi Allah, my Lord is Allah. And then the angel will say, Ma dinuk, what's your religion? What's your religion? And if the person was a good person and they did their best to be a good Muslim, they will say, Deeni al-Islam, my religion is Islam. And the person will be asked, Man rajul Who was that man that was sent to you? And the person will be able to answer that this man who was sent to me was the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then Allah will say, And sadaqa abdi, my slave told the truth. So now what will be the reward for him passing that exam? It's a very hard exam. The Prophet ﷺ said it's so hard, it's like the Masih al-Dajjal. It is like the Masih al-Dajjal, it's so hard. So what will happen? The girl said an easy time until the Day of Judgment. Allah will say, give my servant a bed from paradise. So the bottom of the grave will turn into a bed out of paradise. And the clothes will come, the clothes of paradise. And the smell will come, the smell of paradise. And the grave will become so wide, the person will not be able to see where is the, where's the end of his grave. But you can't see any of it. You look what you see, just see bones. But that person can see the grave is like as wide as they can see. And the smell and the wind, the, 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 everything from paradise is coming to them. And they are resting in that situation. Until when? Until when, guys? When will they stop resting on that bed? Let me see, let me see, let me see. Girls got it right. Let me see who hasn't answered yet. Yes, behind me. Until the Day of Judgment, when everybody Who woke us up from this resting place? When everyone will stand up. Okay. Now I've got a question for you. The person is like this. Clothes are clothes of paradise. Bed is bed of paradise. 
At that time, by the way, someone will come to visit them in their grave. You know who's going to come to visit them? A really, really handsome man, a really beautiful, good-looking person will come to visit them with really nice clothes and a really nice smell. And the person will say, who are you? What are you why are you visiting me in my grave? Who are you? The person will say, I am your good deeds. I am all the good things you did in your life, that's who I am. And Allah will turn all of the good deeds you did in your life like the form of a person. That's why it's really handsome, and really good looking, and really nice clothes and nice smell because they are the good deeds you did in your life. Now I have a question for you. The person is lying on their, on their bed from paradise. The clothes from paradise, the grave is wide, they are relaxing. What dua do they make? You might know the answer, so I'm not going to ask. <laughs> ah, okay. The girl said exactly what I wanted them to say and are completely and utterly wrong. <laughs> so that's good. The girl said they make dua for it to last forever. That's the exact opposite of the right answer. So what's the right answer? Yeah, the like. For it to not last long at all. So why would anybody ask Allah not to make it last long? And you're on a bed from paradise, the clothes from paradise, your good deeds are in front of you, the grave is wonderful. Why would you be asking Allah for... Because they know that they are going to paradise, the girl said. They know that where they're going is better than where they are. So they say, Rabbi aqimis sa'a. Oh my Lord, quickly make the day of judgment happen. I want to quickly go back to my family. I want to go back to I want to go back to what is going to be better. So what's the rule? The rule is if you're a good person, from the moment you die, everything gets better and better and better and better and better. And it just keeps on getting better. Tight. Quick round of questions. From you guys, and then I'm gonna go on to what happens if you're not a good person. Yes. So the so the girls asked, what happens to someone when they exhume the body or they dig them up from the grave, or maybe they're not even buried in the grave, or maybe they are like some some any. Uh, it's not allowed in Islam, but there are some religions, they burn people when they die. They burn them when they die. It's very common even in this country, they burn people when they die. Uh, it doesn't matter, because Allah is ala kulli shay'in qadir. Allah can do everything. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants it to happen to them like the grave, it will happen to them even if their body is turned into ash, into powder. It doesn't matter, because Allah can do everything. Yes, Habib, you had a question a long time, sorry I didn't ask you. Okay, so you know the angel of death, so when they come, um, how can like, they go to other places too? Because um, like, all the angels come, and then uh, they come to you, but then there's, there's maybe like millions of people all die uh, in the same It's very true. In the world, there's so many people die at the same time. How can one angel of death do that? Allah gave them power that we can't imagine. 
And Allah gave those angels a power that is beyond what we can imagine. The Prophet described it, but could you imagine how quick it could even happen? It could even happen in the blink of an eye. So for us, it doesn't matter how that angel of death, because it, that angel, for example, the Prophet was visited by the angel of the mountains. The angel of the mountain said, if you wish, I'm going to take these two mountains by myself and crush them onto your city. So that means the angels have power, right? The angel of the mountains is not the strongest angel out of the angels. And the angel of the mountains was going to take two mountains and crush a whole city with them. So the angels, like Allah described, Jibreel, the one who is very powerful. Very strong. So Allah gave the angels a lot of ability to do things. So it doesn't matter that many people might die at the same time. Allah gave that angel of death a way to do it. Which we don't know about because we don't know how the angel of death is. But we know that he can do that job. It's a very good question. Uh, let's go for Mubin. We haven't heard from you for a while. Two questions. Okay, go on. Quickly. Combine them together. Mm. I, what it appears is Jibreel Because Allah said about Jibreel That he is Shadidul Quwa That he is extremely strong And Jibreel is the leader of all of Of all of the angels, right? He's the leader of the angels No Here you have to answer the right answer Why is it not okay to say God? If the angel asks you, why is it not okay? I'm going to answer you. Because God means different things to different people. For some people, the little plastic statues that are made in China, they believe they are God. They put them with blue tack, they stick them on the desk, and they pray to them. And that's very stupid or very silly because that piece of plastic doesn't answer any dua of yours. And it doesn't create anything. But there are some people who believe that that little piece of plastic is God. There are some people who believe the picture on the wall is God. There are some people who believe the tree outside is God. So if you answer God, you're not really answering the question, right? Sahih. Very good. Excellent. Oh, too many, too many, too many questions. Who did I not hear from? Yes, Tafadda. That's a very good question. What about somebody who is a hypocrite who doesn't really believe in Islam but says they believe? Allah won't make them able to answer. They won't be able to answer. They're not going to be able to answer the question. Yeah? So when they try to answer, they're going to say, uh, uh, I don't know. They're not going to be able to answer the question. Okay, quickly, yes. Uh, it, does That's it. Allah said, يُثَبِّتُ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِالْقَوْلِ الثَّابِتِ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ 
Allah makes the people who had pr- proper belief, they really believed, Allah will make them strong to answer the question in their grave. And the people who didn't believe, Allah will make them go away and astray and they won't be able to answer the question. Yes. Allah will make it possible for you to be able to answer if you lived like that in your life. Allah will make it possible for you to answer. Yes, Yusuf. Ah, what about the bad deeds? Let's talk about the bad deeds. So what about the person who didn't believe? So I'm going to remind you what happened to the person who did believe. And now I'm going to ask you to tell me what will happen to the person who didn't believe. So the person who did believe, the angels came, the angel of death came, and the angels came with faces bright like the sun. What will happen then to the person who didn't believe? Nur. Okay, and with him there will be angels. Will their faces be bright like the sun? No, they'll be scary. Scary, their faces will be dark and they'll be scary. So why is it that their faces will be bright? Or because when you see the brightness, you see like that you're happy, like, oh, look that this person, this person has come to tell me something good. But when you can just see like the shadows, like you don't, that the angels come with dark faces. And the angel of death comes and sits next to the person's head and he tells the soul to come out, but he doesn't say good soul, come out to Allah's forgiveness and Allah's mercy. He says, says, or evil soul, come out to the anger of Allah and his punishment. Or the anger of Allah and his curse. What do you think the soul tries to do? Does it slip gently out? What do you think I'm saying? Tries to escape. Do you think it can escape? No. So it becomes ripped out of the body. It gets ripped out of the body. Do you know how it gets ripped? You know if you took a, like a metal stick and you wrapped it in wet wool so it became all the wool became stuck around the stick and then you ripped it like that. That's how it becomes. You just ripped it out like that. That's how it comes out. And the angels don't leave it for a second. They, the other angels, they take it. Now, girls, the angels, for the good person, they brought the shroud from paradise and they brought the perfume of paradise. What is there for the bad person or for the disbelieving person, girls? Things from hellfire. So you're not going to get a nice shroud, a nice cover. What, what will be instead? Does anyone know? Yes, Muhammad. We're coming to that. We're coming to that. A sackcloth. Do you know what a sackcloth is? Um, a sackcloth. You know, like what you find oni- like onions in it or, or potatoes in it, like those like rough bags, like a rough, a rough bag, just a sack, a rough like kind of heavy bag. And inside, there is not the perfume of paradise. 
there's the smell of the worst dead body on the face of the earth. The smell of a rotting dead body. And the soul gets put in there. Where do the angels take it? Now here, let's see. Girls, what do you think? Because I didn't ask girls for a while. Girls, what do you think? Where do they take it? Okay, simple question, up or down? Girl said down. What are you saying, boys? Up or down? Up. They take it up. They take it up until it reaches where? Ooh, let's see, what do you think? No, 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 seventh heaven. Where did we say first? Where does it go to first? The first heaven where it's locked. And it knocks on the door and they say, can we come in? And the angel says, no, you're not allowed in here. This is not your place. Now, when the good, the good soul was passing by the angels, it was, what was it doing? Every time it passed by the angels, they called it by good names and they asked Allah, we want to see. Now the angels ask Allah, don't make this soul come near to us. And they call it by the worst names, like the worst names you can call it. And when it goes to the first heaven, it asks to open it, it's not opened. Now what do you think happens? Do you think the angel will gently carry it down into the grave? No. The girls got it right. Let's see if any of the boys know. What do you think? They will throw it down from the top of the heaven. Like the Prophet then when he recited about the person who makes a partner with Allah. It's like the person got thrown down from the sky and the wind just carries it to wherever, or like as if the bird had snatched it or the wind had carried it off to a far place. Where does the, the soul come back to when it's thrown from the heaven? It comes back where? Yes, Zach. To the body. And again, the angel makes it sit up. And the angel says, Marrabbuk, who is your Lord? And the soul says, I don't know. And then the angel says, Madinuk, what's your religion? And the person says, I don't know. And the, person, the angel asks, who is that person that was sent to you? And the person says, I don't know. I don't know. I heard people saying something, so I said it. That's what the person will say. I heard somebody say something, so I said it. What does he mean he heard somebody say something, girls? Like his religion that he followed. I heard people saying something. But, and I just said what I heard the other people say. Now that could even be true of, of Islam as well. Somebody might not really be a Muslim, right? might not really know what Islam is. And they just say, look, I heard people saying something and I said what I heard the people saying. But I didn't really believe in it or I didn't really know it. And then Allah Azza wa Jal calls out that my servant and kathaba abdi, my servant has told a lie. So... Their bed has to be made from what? What does their bed have to be made from? Yes, Habib. From fire. From fire. 
and their clothes have to be made from fire and their grave has to be made so small that their ribs will cross into each other so you know how your ribs are your ribs are like that right your ribs are like that yeah your ribs here your chest they come like like you have like from your back like your ribs are like that the ribs will smash into each other because of how small the place it will crush them like that it's crushing them and they're sleeping on a bed of fire and their clothes are made from fire and then there comes to them the smell of the fire the burning smell and the horrible smells of the fire and then there comes to them a person with the most ugly face and ugly clothes and ugly everything about them is ugly ugly smell Horrible smell. And the person says, who are you? Your face looks like someone who's bringing bad news. It looks like you came to bring me bad news. And this person will say, I am your bad deeds. I am the bad, all the bad things you've done. I'm the bad things you've done. So now the person is getting burnt on a bed of fire. Their clothes are covered in fire. If your clothes are covered in fire, what you're going to do? Roll around, put the fire out. But now you're locked inside of a space that's so small, your ribs have crossed over into each other there's no way out and when that person is lying like that what do they ask Allah for there's no forgiveness forgiveness gone now forgiveness has gone forgiveness is gone forgiveness was before you died you asked Allah for forgiveness after nothing the, the girls are right the girls got it right Anas do you know They ask for them to stay there forever. Why would you be being burnt on fire and ask Allah to stay there forever? Let's see. Yes. Because you know that what's coming is worse. You know that what's coming is worse. We talked about the believer and we talked about the disbeliever. There was a third group of people we didn't talk much about the hypocrites is one, and I know you mentioned, you mentioned them. But there's a, a group of people we didn't really talk about properly. What do you think? Okay, so yeah, so someone who's a Muslim, but they've done a lot of bad things in their life. Is it possible that person could get punished in their grave? The answer is yes. Because there are a hadith, there are hadith of the Prophet ﷺ that tell us about people who got punished in their grave. I'm going to tell you about two people who got punished in their grave for two reasons they got punished. One of them, it was, they were Muslims, okay? Muslim, who's a, a Muslim, but they got punished in their grave. One of them, when they used to go to the toilet, they didn't used to keep themselves clean. So this is very important That when you go to the bathroom You have to keep yourself clean You can't leave the bathroom covered in All dirty things And your clothes are covered in dirty things And you're like it's, This can be a reason to be Punished in the grave The other person They used to spread rumours about people And gossip They used to say things Oh you know that person over there Do you know I'll tell you about them You know what they did they used to spread gossip Oh, you know that person said he doesn't like you. You know that person, he said he doesn't like you. And he used to make people fight against each other with bad rumours and gossip. And so they were 
punished in their grave for that. So it's possible that a Muslim could be also punished in their grave. The people stay in their grave like that until Yawm Al-Qiyamah. That means until what, what will cause them to stop being in their graves? What is the one event that's going to come? Specifically, the one thing is going to happen that will stop them being in their graves. Yes. You're right, but what, what bit of it, like, what makes the people get up? The girls are right. The girls know. The girls know. Answer. Zach, the second horn. When the second horn is blown, when the second horn is blown, the people will get out of the grave and they will race. They will race. Like it will come out very, very quickly. It won't be like they get out and you know, rub your eyes and I've been sleeping and where is this place? And they will come out very quickly. And they will be very scared. Why will they be scared? They will say, Man ba'athana min barqadina. Who, who, broke, who got us up from that place where we were, st- we were lying down? Who got us up from the place where we were lying down? This is what Allah promised us, and this is what the prophets told the truth about. So everybody is woken up. When they're woken up, what will they be like? Okay, two things I'm going to tell you really simple. The first thing is that they won't have any clothes or any shoes. They won't have any clothes or any shoes. Now you might think that people would be looking at each other like, where's your clothes gone? But they're going to be so scared about that day that they're not even going to notice that they don't have any clothes. Because they're so scared of what's happening. And the second thing is, whatever somebody died doing, they'll be raised like that. So for example, someone died in Hajj. And they'll be raised saying the same words that they were saying in, in Hajj. Yeah? Somebody died in a battle, they'll be raised covered in blood. The blood from the battle. The blood will look like blood, but it will smell like musk, like perfume. Because that person was in a battle for the Muslims. And he wasn't the Muslim, fighting with the Muslims. Any for the Muslims. So that person... When they come, they will come and the, you'll see the blood on them when they, from when they died. But the smell will be like perfume. And the people will be raised like that. They'll be raised up how they were in this life. And the people will be very scared. The animals will be raised up with them. So right next to them there are all kinds of animals. Who knows? Lions, tigers... Whatever, different animals can be next to them. But they're so scared, they're not even noticing. And the sun comes to them so close, it comes to them the distance of a mile. And the people, if you imagine how hot is the sun and it's far away. Now imagine the sun came very close to you. 
Some people, the sweat will go up to their ankles and some people, it will go up to their waist and some people, it will come over their mouth. It will cover their mouth. So when the people are in such a terrible situation, what will they do? What do you think a person in that situation is going to look for? What are they going to look for? Girls, what do you think first? And then we'll listen to the boys. Shelter. Okay, they're going to look for shelter or shade or relief. Good. Anas, what do you think? They're going to look for someone to help them out. Prophets or someone. Okay, good. Yes, Muhammad. Water. Okay, very good. So let's take each of those in turn. They're going to ask for water. There's no water. The whole earth has changed. All the things you knew on the earth are gone. Rivers are gone. Seas are gone. Land is gone. Mountains are gone. You know the, How do you know you're near your house? Oh, I know that place. I know that road. I know that street. All gone. Everything's gone. There's nothing. So now they look for shade. But there's only one place where there's any shade. There's only one place. Ahmed, what is it? Under Allah's throne. Under Allah's throne. There's shade there. Now, let's see if we can remember. There are seven groups of people who will be shaded on the day when there's no shade except the shade of Allah. Seven groups of people. Let's see if we can remember those seven groups. I'm not talking about prophets and messengers because they're, they're their own. The prophets and messengers we're going to deal with after that. But now we're looking at seven groups of people who will be shaded on the day when there's no shade except Allah. Let's see if we can remember some of them. Let's see if we can remember some of them. They're all righteous people, but let's see if we can remember some of them. Okay, Muhammad, can you remember? <coughs> the people promised paradise? Yes, okay, and... You're right, there are other reasons, but I'm talking about one hadith that mentions seven. You, there, are, there are other people and other reasons. But I want to talk about the one hadith that mentions seven specifically in that hadith. Yes, Danny? Okay, a person who spent their youth worshipping Allah. Yani they grew up as a young person worshipping Allah. Why? Because most people when they are young, that's the age they want to do wrong things, right? Like a lot of people when they get older then they want to repent and they want to come and sit in the masjid and they want to come and attend the kids class and stuff like that. But the young people, they want to go out and do haram things and do things they shouldn't be doing. So somebody who spent their young time obeying Allah. Yes, Yusuf. They? They died for Islam. Those are a different category. They will be sheltered, but not in that. They're not mentioned in the hadith. Yes. They're all Muslims. Where are we now? Don't answer this if you're on YouTube. Where are we now? Masjid. Masjid. Someone whose heart is attached to the masjid. Okay, someone whose heart is attached to the masjid. They love to come and be in the masjid and they love to be around the masjid. Okay. Yes, Danny. Someone who cries for Allah in private. There's no, so nobody uh, knows that they cried except Allah. And they, they cried for Allah in private. 
The person remembers Allah when they're by themselves and their eyes shed tears. Yeah, you're right about people of knowledge, but again, they're not mentioning this hadith. That's actually why the people say these seven are not the only seven that will be protected on that day, but they're just seven that are mentioned in the same hadith. Yeah, you're right about them, but they're not mentioned in the hadith. But you're right about the children who died, who didn't, they didn't reach the age of maturity. Yes, Absalam. All of them, you're right about people of paradise, but they're not mentioned in the hadith. The other one I wanted to talk about who is mentioned in the hadith, there's one I wanted to talk about. Two people, more people. There's, there's seven mentioned in the hadith. Two more I wanted to talk about. One is someone who gives charity, and they're so secret about it that their left hand doesn't know what their right hand gave. They're so, they hide it so much that this hand doesn't know what this hand gave. And two people who meet for the sake of Allah, they love each other for the sake of Allah, they meet for the sake of Allah, and when they leave, they leave for the sake of Allah. And they are two people, they are friends with each other for Allah, because of Islam. Okay, very good. There are others mentioned in the hadith, but we're not going to cover all of them. Okay. Now we said the third thing the people are going to do, they're going to look for someone to help them out. So if you are in this situation on the day of judgment and you're waiting for the judgment to start, waiting for it to start, the sun is burning, there's no shade, no water, people are running around, who are you going to look for to ask for help? The girl's got the answer right. Yes. Allah. Allah, first, because you're a good Muslim. So the first thing you're thinking about is I'm going to ask Allah. The people are running around like crazy. They're looking for someone to ask. To ask for ask Allah for them. Someone to ask Allah for them. Who are they going to look to ask? The prophets. The prophets so the first person they come to is Adam. And they say to Adam, you are the father of mankind. That means all of us, we came from who? All of us, our great, 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 Adam, right? All of us came from Adam. Doesn't matter where in the world you are from, doesn't matter what you look like, doesn't matter, you know, your background. All of us came from Adam. So they come to Adam and they say, Adam, you are the father of mankind. Allah created you with his own hands. Don't you see what we're in? Can you not see how bad is the situation is for us? And how bad we are suffering? Ask Allah, ask Allah to, to, to help us, ask Allah to, to, to get this situation away from us. But Adam, he, he says, Allah got angry today. He's so angry, he's never been angry like that before and he will never be angry like that again. And I disobeyed Allah, he'll remember when he... What did Adam do that he wasn't supposed to do? What did he do? He ate from the tree. There's no girl said apple. There's no evidence in Islam that he ate an apple. There's no evidence in Islam that he ate apple. This is from the Israeliyat, from the Jews and the Christians. In Islam, I don't know of any evidence that he ate an apple 
just that he ate from the tree, he ate from the fruit of the tree. When he remembers this, he starts to feel scared. He says, nefsi, nefsi, myself, myself, I'm scared for myself. He will say, go to someone else. Go to Ibrahim. So the people, they will go to Ibrahim. And they will say to Ibrahim, Ibrahim, you are Khalilullah or Khalilul Rahman. You are Allah's, the one who is close to Allah, the one Allah loves more. You're the one that Allah, you're Allah's special servant that Allah loves so much. Don't you see what we're in? Don't you see the situation we're in? So Ibrahim, he'll say, Allah got angry today and he's so angry. He will never be angry like that before. He was never angry like that before. He will never be angry like that again. And he will remember three times that he told a lie. Now I've got homework for you. You go find out what the three times are. Okay? Three times that he told a lie. Now bear in mind, he didn't tell, he didn't... It doesn't mean he told a lie like he did something evil, like something bad. And there was a reason for each one. But he's so scared, he remembers it, and he says, I'm scared for myself, 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 nafsi, nafsi. Go to someone else. Go to Musa. So they go to Musa. They go to Musa. And they say to Musa, don't you see the problem? Don't you see what's happening to us? And Musa he says the same thing. Allah got angry today. He's so angry. He was never angry like that before. He'll never be angry like that again. And he will mention what he did. What did Musa do that was wrong? He. What did he do that was wrong, Anas? He pushed someone and he killed them. He didn't mean to kill him. He just meant to push him, but he was very strong. He pushed him and the man died. And he will say, myself, myself. Go to someone else, go to Isa. So they will go to Isa. And again, Isa will say the same thing the others said. And Isa won't mention something wrong. But he will say, myself, myself, I can't help you. Go to someone else, go to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So they will go to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They'll go to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And they'll tell him, and Muhammad ﷺ will say, laha. This is my responsibility. This is my job. So Muhammad ﷺ will go to Allah's throne. And he will make sajda, he will make prostration, sajda. And Allah will teach him new ways to praise Allah. Any new words of praise, ways to praise Allah that he didn't know before. And then Allah will say to him, Ya Muhammad, Raise your head up. And ask for what you want and your intercession, yani what, what, you, what the people asked you for, ask for it and you'll be given it. Ask and you'll be given. And what the people asked you to ask, you can ask for that and you'll be given it. So he will ask Allah to start the day of judgment. For the day of judgment to start. Meaning for the people to start. Now they're not like 
all waiting for it to start. Now it actually starts. And every single person will be so happy with what the Prophet ﷺ did. And this is that special thing that the Prophet ﷺ is given. The big, it's called al-shafa'ah, al-kubra, the big any dua that he will make to Allah for all of the people for the day of judgment to start. Yes, Habib. I don't know how they will know which prophets which. I guess that they will know from the, like that Allah will maybe make them to know it at that time. But I don't know, it's a really good question, how they will know which prophet is which. Excellent question. Yes, Yusuf. No, the prophets will be resurrected as well, but their situation will be, will be different, right? Everybody will be resurrected in a different situation. It's not mentioned who is the one who gets each one, but it's according to their sins, right? According to how bad they are. So some of them, like the ones who are not as bad and the ones who are worse and the ones who are worse. But there will be some people who will be safe, like who will be shaded, like we said, under the shade of Allah. Sorry? Will they? Yeah, they will see Allah. When Allah they will see Allah, Yawm Al-Qiyamah, we'll come to that. Yes, girls. Yes. I lost the sound. It just went, what happens? And then it went really low. Okay, we're going to come to that, but not today. That is next class. What happens when someone's good deeds and bad deeds are equal? Because we didn't talk about weighing the deeds yet. That's next class. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm not sure about the feather, but the scales, yes. But we're going to talk about that next class because the next class we're going to talk about the scales. Yes. Everyone will get shown what they did. But not everyone will get judged in the detail, like all everything, like down to the little details. So the ones who are saved, they won't get judged in all the small details. But they will get just shown what they did. We're going to come to it next class, inshallah. Yes, Abdullah. Definitely. Allah will be Allah is more just than anyone else. So his scales will be more just. Yes. Some things you did everyone will see, but mostly it will be yourself that will see. Yes. It's coming, inshallah. Yes. Allah will be angry because of all the people who didn't believe in Him and all the people who did evil things. 
Because remember, all of them are going to be there together at one time. Does that make sense? Okay. Girls, any more questions? Okay. Do we have a question from the telegram? Can family members love each other for the sake of Allah and be from those who are shaded? Yeah, I, of course you can. When you love someone for the, for the sake of Allah, it means that the reason you love them is not because they're your family member or not because they give you stuff or because they're kind to you, but because of Allah, because you see that they are practicing Islam and you're practicing Islam and you love them for that and they love you for that. Yes, you see. We're going to talk about it. Asking Allah to take people out of Jahannam. We're going to talk about it next class, inshallah. Yes. Okay, very good. So this was a question that, that some of the, the, the sisters were asking. It's a good question. Um, guys, listen because it's important. This is going to affect you. So listen, it's very important. Who's not listening to me? Let's see. I'll start talking when you're all listening. You listening? Okay. Okay. The question was about Christmas and how do we behave about Christmas. This is really important. Christmas is not from our religion. It's not a part of Islam. Christmas is what non-Muslims do. Those people who get a bed out of fire and the clothes out of fire, those are the people who celebrate Christmas. Christmas is not what Muslims do at all. We don't celebrate it. We don't believe in it. We don't get presents. We don't give presents. We don't decorate our houses. We don't put trees or lights up. Christmas is not from our religion. Christmas is from a religion. It's not even from Christianity. It's not even from Isa. It is a religion that came from the people who used to worship statues and idols in the time of the Romans. And they used to worship statues and idols. Those are the people who started celebrating Christmas. It's not our religion. We don't do it at all. We don't get involved. And I know it's hard for you. Because I know that you guys, when you're in school and stuff, people are celebrating it. Okay? But you try your best not to be part of that. Okay? What you can do. Best what you can do. They ask you, put a party hat, say, you know, nicely to the teacher. Sir, miss, I'm a Muslim and I don't celebrate Christmas. Is it okay that I don't put a party hat for this? Is that all right? Is it okay? Inshallah, they say, yeah, it's fine. And inshallah, if your mom and dad says it, it's better. But sometimes maybe your mom and dad's not there. Or someone gives you a present, say, thank you so much. I really appreciate that you're giving me present, but I'm a Muslim and I don't celebrate Christmas. You can give me present any other time of the year you like. <laughs> you can give me present in January, give me present February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, but I don't take any presents for December 25th because not my religion. And we don't copy what the non-Muslims do because that, what did Allah say? Lakum deenukum waliyadeen. You have your religion and I have my religion. We're different. We're not the same from each other. Yes, Habibi. Mm. Why do we not do it? What is Christmas about? So there's two things Christmas is about. To start with, Christmas is 
about believing that Allah has a son who was born on Christmas Day. Does Allah have a son? No. no. Was he born on Christmas Day? No. no. Was Isa born on Christmas Day? No. no. So we don't believe in any of that. The second thing is even older than that is that Christmas is not even about that. Christmas was something that was done by the idol worshippers before Isa. It was done by the people who worship idols and statues and the sun and the moon before Isa. Do we worship idols and statues and the sun and the moon? No, no we don't. So we don't believe in that and we don't believe in that. What do we believe about Isa? Isa is who? Who is Isa? He is a prophet. He's a prophet of Allah. Is he God? No. Is he the son of God? No. He wasn't born on December 25th either. So all of that shows that Christmas is nothing to do with us. Now I know it looks amazing. You see our trees and lights and presents. And, but we have our own time for lights and presents. What's our time for lights and presents? Oh, mashallah, I've never seen so many hands up. Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha. That's our time. In that time, did, did those Christians go giving presents to each other? Did you ever see a Christian on Eid put up lights and put up a banner and give you a present? No. no. So why are you giving presents on their day? They have their day and we have our day. Our day is Eid. Their day is Christmas. We don't mix the two. Those two, we don't mix them up. Yes. Yeah, they did, yeah But they didn't call it, they changed it Yeah, they changed it What it was originally, it was a, a, a day where they worshipped another god besides Allah And then they changed it to be the day they worship Isa And both of those are wrong Okay? Cool Yes, Mubin They don't have more celebrate. Who said the other religions have got more celebrations than us? Go and give me hat, hat, have hat. Same Patrick's. Now we've just gone all. We've gone all Irish on us. Our no man. This is they've got no no. They're they Christians. They have originally Christmas and Easter, right? Those are the, the the celebrations they have. The other days are not. I can't think. Can you think of another Christian celebration like proper? Christian celebration? Halloween is worshipping the devil. We don't, we don't do that. That's worshipping. Didn't I tell you, all children of Adam, don't worship the shaytan? Okay, yes, Yusuf. Sorry? Our two are better than their two Because our religion is better than their religion Laola, they copied us We have our two, we're not copying nothing We, don't have, we have ours We're proud of ours Eid al-Fitr, Eid al-Adha We don't have Christmas, Easter, nothing Yes, girls To be Like to happen yeah, so this is a bigger question. Why did Allah allow people to do wrong things? Simple answer. This life is a test. In a test, you have to be able to get the answer right and you have to be able to get the answer wrong. Otherwise, it's not a test. Have you ever seen a test where you can't get the answer wrong? 
That's not a test. You know, you go there, your teacher says, here's your test. Put it on the t-. All the marks are written already. All the answers are already written. You're like, this is not a test. A test, you have to be able to get the answer right and the answer wrong. Does that make sense, girls? Girls. Good. Did you have another question, girls? No? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so why do, why do people celebrate? Do you think, I want to ask you a question. Why do you think, in this, in this country today, people don't really care much about religion? Would you say most people, most Christians don't really care about Christianity? Why do you think they care so much about Christmas? Okay, so the girl said because it's fun for them. For them, not for us, because we don't celebrate it. That's true. Why else? What are all the shops doing? Money. Getting money. They would wish there's a celebration every day because the celebration means people are going to go buy stuff from the shops. That's why it is. They don't believe that Jesus was born on that day. They don't believe in Jesus. They don't even know. They wouldn't know Jesus. Isa, if they saw him, they wouldn't know him. They just want to sell stuff in the shops to make money. That's it. They don't believe in it. Some few people believe in it, but most people, they just, and they're miserable. They're so miserable. They're so unhappy. They're unhappy because they don't worship Allah. That's why they're unhappy. And because they're unhappy, they have to do something to make themselves feel happy. And so they make up all these false celebrations and they celebrate them. Yes. Okay, so, good question. If it's Christmas and you have a shop, are you allowed to sell Christmas things? No. Are you allowed to sell Christmas things to Christians? No. Because what's haram for us is haram for them. Should you close your shop on Christmas Day? This is my advice to the parents. If you have a shop and you can work on Christmas Day, don't close your shop. Keep it open. Because this is not a different day to us. It's not a holiday for us. Who said it's a holiday? Who made it a holiday? It's not a holiday for us. So if you have a shop, keep it open. Don't close it. Why close it on that day? There's no reason to close it because it's not a day that we have anything to do with us at all. Don't close your shop. Keep it open on that day. Yes, Ahmed, you moved. That's why I didn't realize it was you because you, Ahmed, were over there before. Were you not over there before? Yeah. Okay, carry on. Yalla, tfadal. Exactly. Exactly, Ahmed. Eee wallah. Ahmed's completely right. Why do they celebrate Halloween? Because they get candy. That's why. Because they get to dress up and look silly and walk around and bang on people's doors and get sweets. That's, it's all just about getting stuff. Nah, but we don't have any part in that It's not our religion We don't do this, that stuff But when it comes to Eid Make sure plenty of presents <coughs> Not for me But you know Plenty of presents you can, you can do for Eid inshallah Plenty of presents Yalla, I'm going to take a few more questions Girls first Any questions girls? 
Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, very good. No questions. Who, boys, quickly. Yeah, exactly. Say, it's my choice if I want to go. If they say, why don't you go? You see, this is the thing. They said, They say, we'll come to the mosque, you come to the church. They say, you're welcome to come to the mosque, but I'm not coming to the church. If you want to come to the mosque, you're welcome to come, but I'm not coming to the church. Now, yes, Habibi. Yeah, they like chocolate eggs. That's true. But actually, Easter in Christianity, they say that Isa died and then he came back to life again. But that's not true. He didn't die. Allah said, They thought they did it, but they didn't, they didn't kill him. So even Easter is also not true. Yes. I, all I know about when he was born is that Allah mentioned to his mother, Maryam, uh, he told her to shake the tree, you're going to get soft dates. Soft dates, if, if, I mean, some of the scholars, they said it's a miracle. It's like a mu'jizah, the dates fell, it's not the time. But if it was the time of the dates, Soft dates come in the autumn, right? Late summer and uh, late summer and autumn time. That's when you get soft dates. Allah knows best. But that's if it wasn't a miracle that just the dates came from, like the, maybe it wasn't the time for the dates and the dates just fell. But if, it's the, if the dates were in season, then he was born at the time of Rutab, at the time when you get soft dates on the trees, which is the end of summer and the... Uh, yeah, any autumn timing. No. And not the 25th of December. It was a test though, right? The tree to eat the fruit was a test. So again, a, a test, if it's not there, it's not a test. Okay. That's what Allah made easy for us to mention in this class. And Allah knows best. Wassalatu wassalam ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'i. Well, yeah, come on.